0: Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 251, and it is titled How to Have Deeper, More Connected Sex. So the idea for this show came from a couple of clients that I've had recently, and it really got me thinking. I'm going to briefly talk about each one of those uh, clients and why it inspired this episode. But uh, it's a conversation and a topic that comes up a lot Now, men and women tend to talk about it differently. You'll hear women say things more like, oh, I want to have deeper, more connected sex. The men won't necessarily use those words. They'll use different words, but it's really the same thing. It's just different languaging. And so we're going to dive into, you know, what do I mean by deeper, connected sex? Uh, Why would you want to have deeper, more connected sex? How do you do it? Uh, What happens if your partner uh, doesn't want to do it also? So we're going to cover all of those things, and I think it's actually going to be a really interesting show. Of course, of course, if if I didn't think it was interesting, I wouldn't actually do it as an episode. But I think that you will find it interesting too, especially when we get into the why you would actually want to do this. Like, what does this really mean? So before we do that. A word from my sponsor. Do you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed? Then check out Power and Mastery. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at PowerAndMastery.com. That is PowerAndMastery.com. Check it out. Definitely, some of what I will be talking about in this episode is in inpowerandmastery.com and a whole lot more. It really is great. I, I say this every week when I do the show, but I get fantastic feedback, and it really, uh, really makes me happy how many people these courses have been able to help. So, if you're struggling, uh, men with you know lasting longer, uh, getting and maintaining an erection pleasing a woman in bed, all that kind of mastery skill stuff when it comes to sex, then check out powerandmastery.com. Okay, so I want to start with three quick stories that inspired this episode because I think it will help you understand why we're talking about this. So the first one, and all the names have been changed to protect the identities of the clients. (laughs) So they're not their real names, but the first one is Keith. Now, Keith has an interesting story because he recently transitioned from a long-term relationship. And in that relationship, he did have what we're going to describe here as this sort of deeply connected sex. And the relationship transitioned for various reasons. And he really went into this place of like, wow, the sex that I had was so deeply connected. And I felt so connected to her like, what are the chances that I'm going to find that again? So, of course, that's always one part of the conversation, right? So if, you, if you're if you working with somebody who's been able to experience this kind of sex, and then for whatever reason their relationship transitions, the natural next question is almost always, what if I can't find that again, right? So what's interesting in his case is that, you know, in his next sexual encounter with somebody that, Um, you know, he didn't have a long-term established relationship with. He was really surprised that he was able to go to some pretty deep levels. Now, you know, he would describe it and say, well, it's not as deep as I had with my previous partner, obviously, because you had a long-term relationship and you had really a deeply established relationship. You've established the trust and, and the intimacy and all that kind of stuff. But it gave him hope that he would be able to find that again in the future. So that was Keith's story. Next was Kara. And Kara had been seeing a man on and off for about a year. But her complaint was that even after a year, she didn't feel like the sex that they were having was really truly connected. And yeah, you know, I'm not going to go into the details of each one of these stories because then I'll be getting ahead of myself. But we will talk about these things as I go through the show. So, we'll talk about what what was it that she felt was lacking? What was it that she felt wasn't there even after a year? And in her mind, it was like, "Okay, you know, we've been doing this sexual dance now for a year. We should have reached a level where we can get to that intimacy and depth that that normally would happen after you've been together for a while, although it doesn't always. So that left her feeling like, huh, am I doing something wrong? Is he doing something wrong? Is this the right person for me? Should I continue this relationship? Should I not? All right, and the third story is Josh. And Josh... So Josh was in a long-term committed relationship. Um, Josh was married, actually is married. I shouldn't say was. <laughs> and his problem is he was so worried about his partner in the lovemaking sessions for various reasons, which I won't go into the details because it, it, it might become too obvious who I'm speaking about. But he was so worried about her in the lovemaking sessions, that he wasn't really allowing himself to be fully present because he's not really present in the relationship. I shouldn't say in the relationship, I mean in the, in the sex that they're having in the relationship. Um, he wasn't really able to deeply connect with her and so she felt that. And that was really throwing a monkey wrench in the sex they were having because she's over there feeling like he's not really connected to me And of course, she's making up all these stories in her head about why that is, like, oh, he doesn't really want to have sex with me, or he's not really into it, or, you know, he doesn't care. Like, all this stuff is going on in her head. And then on his end, he's so worried about, you know, what's going to happen, and is she going to be okay with it, and is this going to work for her, and is it going to hurt her, and all that kind of stuff, that he ended up, in turn, experiencing a lack of libido, because he's too much in his head and not really focusing on what's going on with his partner in that moment. And I was just, you know, thinking about, you know, obviously a topic to talk about on this show. And when I when I sit down to think about things, I think about, okay, what types of issues and things have come up with clients and friends and my, even myself uh, at times? And that, that I could talk about that would be helpful to listeners. And I, I was sitting there, and this idea of deeply connected sex popped into my head. And I'm like, wow, that's weird, because why is that coming into my head? And then I just kept kind of thinking about it some more. And then I was like, oh, right, because I got Keith over here talking about it. I got Kara over there talking about it. I got Josh over here, right? And there's there's a thread that runs through all of those stories. And those are just three of the most recent ones. Like, I'm talking about things that have happened in the last... Oh, a week. <laughs> These have literally come up in the last week. I'm sure if I thought further back I could come up with a bunch more, but I, I started to see that common thread between those. And so that's what really got me thinking about this, because if if there are three examples of people who um, either are having deeply connected sex or aren't and are, and want to, in a week, then then this is obviously a relatively common thing and something that we should talk about. So, okay, then let's get into what do I mean by deeper, more connected sex? Like, what are we even really talking about here? Because they're kind of, they almost sound like buzzwords, deeper sex, more connected sex. Like, what does that even mean, right? Like, you can only put a penis so far into a vagina, like that's as deep as it gets, right? And it's pretty damn connected. (laughs) But is it really? And that's, that's a question that that you need to ask yourself. So what do I mean when I say deeper, more connected sex? All right. Number one, you're 100% present in the moment. Seems like an obvious one, but it's really not for a lot of people. You know, when you do sex coaching for a living and when you really start digging down into the details of how people actually have sex, a lot of people are in their heads. They're absolutely stuck in their heads, whether they're focusing on their own pleasure and it's just about this is me getting off and this is, feels good for me and they're completely oblivious to their partner. Or they're in their head thinking about, you know, all the work stuff that's happening uh, taking care of the kids the house whatever it needs to be the bills that need to be paid or whether or not they're worrying about their partner like is he or she liking this is this working or am I good enough do they think I'm good in bed do they think I'm bad in bed right all these things that go through people's heads prevent them from really being a hundred percent present in the moment now this is a master skill it's something that that we cover in the power and mastery series uh, in the sexual mastery course in particular about that piece about being present. And we've talked about it on the show many, many times. I've talked about it myself. Selena and I talked about it many times. Especially for women, it is really, really, really important that you're 100% present. And that means that you're really focusing on what's happening in that moment for both of you, not just yourself, right? So it's really, really important because if you want to connect deeply, like really connect with somebody, and not just sort of be in your own world like, oh, this feels great for me. Ha ha, all right, okay. Oh, sorry, I, wasn't, I didn't realize that that wasn't feeling good for you, right? <laughs> if you really want to have that deeply connected sex, you have to be really present with your partner. Which leads me to the second one, which is you're paying attention to your partner's sign. So if you are really present, you are paying attention to everything that's going on for them as well as yourself. So we talk about visual acuity, right? Which is, you know, watching your partner's facial expressions and are their cheeks red? Are their labia swollen? You know, is are they able to maintain an erection? Uh, you know, all of the different things that would indicate, like, this is something they're really enjoying or they're just going through the motions or, ah, that's actually not feeling really good, right? You can't really have deeply connected sex, if you don't understand what's happening with your partner in the moment. And that can also mean paying attention to the energy that's being generated between the two of you, paying attention to things like emotions, which we'll talk about in just a moment. So that whole idea of really paying attention to what's happening with you, with your partner, and with the experience as a whole. All right, number three. Your partner's pleasure is a high priority. So if you're going to really have deeply connected sex, it can't just be all about you. It can't. Because there's two people here engaging in this act. And, you know, if you wanted it to be all about you, you can just go masturbate. Go find some good toys. Go get some lube. Just do your own thing. When you come together with another person, the idea is to connect with another person. They're not just a receptacle or they're not just a, a penis, you know, that you can ride and get off on and dispose of, right? That, that's not, well, that's not not what it's supposed to be. And I'm not saying that you can't have sex just purely for the pleasure and the enjoyment of having physical sex. You can do that. And sometimes people do do that. However, if you really want to have what I consider to be the best sex possible in human bodies, which is this more deeply connected sex, then you have to make your partner's pleasure a high priority. So you have to make sure that you are doing, you know, everything that you can to make sure that your partner is enjoying the experience as much as they can. All right, next, uh, you need to allow yourself to be fully open, vulnerable, and be yourself in the experience. (sighs) You know, the way that you connect deeply and intimately with somebody is to really be vulnerable. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Otherwise, it's all just surface bullshit, right? It's all just putting on an act. It's being pretentious. It's pretending to be something that, that you want the person to see you as, right? But that's never real and it's never deep. It doesn't get to the core of who you are or who they are. So you have to allow yourself to be fully open and vulnerable, and you have to show up as yourself in that moment, right? So when you're coming together and you are making love, you're showing up as your authentic self. You're not pretending to be somebody you aren't. Now look, If you're doing role play, that's a completely different scenario, and that's okay. You can pretend to be somebody else during role play. But in general, when you want to have a really deeply connected lovemaking experience with somebody, you need to be yourself, and you need to be your authentic self, not just who you think the other person uh, wants you to be. Next, you need to be able to move the sexual energy between both of you. So this is a really big part to both of you feeling like, wow, we were so connected in that moment because you can feel that energy circulating between both of you. You know, as a man, when I penetrate a woman, I I consciously think about sending that positive life force energy from me to her and of course circulating it back again, right? That's, you know, what like Mantuck would call a microcosmic orb is circulating that that energy through uh, both of you. And you can circulate that through yourself as well if you're, you know, doing a solo practice. But the idea is that you're moving that energy between both of you. And, you know, women tend to be a bit more uh, aware and sensitive to energy. I'm not saying that men aren't, but in general, they tend to be. So if you're not connecting your energy with hers, she will feel it. She'll feel it. She may not be able to describe it exactly uh, in those terms. Maybe she can, but she'll feel like something's missing, that there's some uh, some quality of the sex that's not there. Uh, she'll feel the same thing, by the way, if you're not 100% present. You know, even if you're moving the energy, but you're not totally present with what's happening, she'll go, I don't know, I just, I didn't feel like he was there with me, you know. But um, you know, men are just as capable of feeling that energy and moving that energy, um, especially if they learn. I think, I think it just comes a little bit more natural to women to feel that, whereas men, sometimes we have to learn to feel that. Uh, but both, both parties should be able to move that sexual energy and feel that sexual energy between each other. Next, you allow any emotions that arise to flow. Okay, this one, I've talked about this before. I think I even did a YouTube video on this if I recall. But if you really have deep connected sex or if you really touch somebody in a deep way when lovemaking, it is not uncommon for emotions to spontaneously be released, uh, as Celine used to say, people's issues get stuck in the tissues. This is why you see so many people doing what's called these days somatic work, right? Well, somatic just means, you know, physical, right? Um, so they do all this somatic uh, uh, work in healing different things. Well, it is true, and actually science uh, shows that this is true. I've talked about this on the show before, too. Uh, There's an author, a scientist researcher, uh, Candace Pert, who wrote a book called Molecules of Emotion, where she showed that, uh, see, we always think that emotion, at least prior to her work, we thought that emotions were only stored in the brain, that they were just a function of the brain. And what she did was she did research where she discovered that there were receptor sites throughout the entire body, for these molecules of emotion. So the molecules that your body creates that uh, make you feel certain emotions, there were receptor sites for that throughout your entire body. And so when we experience trauma, grief, or even happiness or or whatever, those emotions can get uh, stored all over in the body. And one thing that I have definitely experienced and seen personally uh, in my lifetime with multiple partners that I've had, is that women will often have emotions or trauma stored in their vaginas. It happens. You know, a lot of women have had negative sexual experiences through their lives, maybe times where they were afraid to speak up and say no, maybe times where they were raped or taken advantage of, or... You know, just guys who didn't care or who weren't paying attention to them and just kind of used them, whatever it is, a lot of that stuff can be stuck in there. And so it's not unusual if you have deeply connected sex to touch some of those spots, both literally and energetically, and that prompts a release of emotion. And so, one, it's good. If that happens, great. And and as I've said before on the show, as a man... Don't overreact to it. Don't try to solve it. Don't go into your masculine fix mode. Just hold space, observe, and just let her move through the emotions. Um, If you actually experience this and you handle it properly, you will walk away from that experience feeling deeply, deeply connected because it's not an experience that you have with everybody. And yeah, just uh, handling that properly will show her, and I'm speaking mostly from a man's point of view because I'm a man and this has been my experience with this, um, if you can just really hold space for her and uh, make her feel safe in the environment to release those emotions, she's going to bond with you like stronger than than you know you could really imagine because she's going to feel like, wow, okay, he's, he's got me, he's, he's here for me, he didn't overreact, I feel safe here. Like all of those things that she's looking for and wants uh, will show up. So uh, it can be an, a tremendously bonding experience. And so if you want to have deeper, more connected sex, the deeper your bond is, the deeper and more connected that sex is going to be. And, and that is one of those things that can really deepen that bond. All right, next, uh, you talk about the sexual experience afterwards. This is another great way to feel really connected to somebody. I mean, a lot of you probably have experienced this before, but how do you feel when, you know, you have great sex with somebody and then they just don't say a word and they're like, okay, bye, I'm out of here, right? And then they never really talk about it again. Like a lot of times, you're like, "Hmm, "Was it good? Was it? I did. I do something wrong?" Like, you you start to doubt, and you're like, "Ah, "I don't know." But if you talk about it afterwards, and you say, "Wow, that was truly amazing." Here's what I felt. Um, You know, I felt more love for you. I felt closer to you. I felt more turned on than ever before. And here are the things that you did that I thought were amazing. And, you know, here's, here's uh, what I really enjoyed doing, you know, to you, with you, for you, whatever. When you have those kinds of conversations, it fosters deep connection. And you can learn a lot about your partner and what they like and don't like during those conversations too, and how you can make the sex even better and more connected. And last one on the list, you walk away from the experience feeling more love, deeper connection for and with your partner. So, you know, when we're talking about what do I mean by deeper and more connected sex, even if you can't voice any of those things that I just said, like you don't have the words or the languaging to describe it in those terms, you should at least walk away from the experience feeling like. You are more connected to that person now that you had that lovemaking session than you were before. And if you walk away feeling less connected, there's a problem and something needs to change. But that's, that's the overall feeling that you should have. You should walk away from that feeling that you are more connected, that you shared something uh, deep and special with that particular person. Even it, I mean, literally, it could be the first time you've had sex, and then you walk away from that going, wow, I really feel so much more connected to that person now. And I'm telling you, even though sex is a very intimate act and you are in a way sharing very intimately and potentially physically deeply, it doesn't mean that you will always walk away feeling emotionally connected uh, more so to that person. But you should, and especially if your goal is to try to have more deeply connected sex, then you should walk away from your experiences feeling that. Okay, so next logical question. I always like to, you know, my brain thinks very logically and yet somewhat artistically at the same time. I I don't know how I'm able to to do that because I have a very sort of logical mind, and yet I'm also, you know, a musician and artist and, and that sort of thing, but I always like to kind of put these things in order, like, okay, here are the three stories on what inspired me to do this, and here's what I mean when I'm talking about deeper connected sex, and then the next question is, okay, well, why do you really want to have it? A lot of the reasons that I talked about, or I should say the the uh, explanation of what more deeper, more connected sex is, should have already prompted you to go, yeah, I want that. (laughs) But if it hasn't, let me give you a few more reasons uh, why you would want it. All right, number one, uh, because honestly, in my personal opinion, that is the best sex that exists in human bodies here on planet Earth. Maybe there's better sex somewhere in the spirit realms or somewhere else. I don't know. But I can tell you, having had a fair amount of sex over the course of my life and having had totally regular sex and totally disconnected sex and totally out of this fucking world sex and really deeply connected sex, I can tell you that what truly makes great sex better than even just good sex is the fact that it is deeply connected and there's a... a, A deep level of trust and love there. So why would you want to have deeper more connected sex? Because in my opinion it's the best sex that you can have and who doesn't want to have the best sex they can have? Number two, because it creates a strong bond with your partner. This is a fantastic way to create deep long-lasting bonds with a partner, is to be able to have those kinds of sexual experiences that blow your mind, that move massive emotion, that create more love between the two of you. I mean, yeah, it can really create some really deep, strong bonds. And look, if you're in a relationship with somebody that you are planning on being in a relationship with long term, you want to create those deep Uh, bonds, because that's how you maintain a beautiful, healthy relationship over the long term. All right, next, uh, because the physical pleasure is intense. Trust me, if if your sex is deep and connected, the physical pleasure is going to even be better than it would be if it were just a purely physical encounter. It just is. And if you're over there skeptical thinking, yeah, whatever, dude, like, I just, I hook up with women all the time, I have great sex, and it's really, it feels really great, and the pleasure's intense, and I can't imagine it would get any better than that. Well, let me tell you, it does. It does. And if you don't agree with that, it's simply because you've never actually experienced it before. Ooh, there's a truth bomb. I didn't set up my sound effects today. I can't give you a truth bomb, but (laughs) at least I can't give you a truth bomb sound effect. uh, But that is absolutely a truth bomb right there. When your sex is deeper and more connected, even the physical pleasure is far more intense. All right. And lastly, because it is one of the most beautiful Human experiences you can have. I kind of said that uh, similarly in the in the first one because it's the best sex possible. But but really, I think some of the um, some of the moments I have had, uh, especially with Celine, because we were so deeply connected and we were together for a long time and we shared so much, that some of those sexual experiences were literally peak life experiences, like. And if you don't understand the term peak life experience, you can go look it up, but there's this whole idea about peak experiences in life, you know, these sort of penultimate experiences that you can experience while being human. And I personally think that having really deep connected sex is one of those peak experiences that you can have in life, And or the way I wrote it here is one of the most beautiful human experiences you can have. So... There you go. There are four more reasons why you would want to have deeper, more connected sex. If that doesn't entice you, then I don't know what will. (laughs) I think at this point, maybe if you're not already on board going, yeah, I want that and I want to know what you're going to talk about next, which is how to actually do this, then yeah, maybe this isn't the right show for you. So yes, what I'm going to talk about next is how do you actually do this? But before I get there, a short break from uh, a sponsor. Are you in a couple? Are your relationship and sex life where you want them to be? Are there challenges you would like to make but just don't know how? Maybe you think there is nothing that can be done. I challenge you to make this year the year that changes. If you are not 100% happy with where your relationship or sex life is, then get help today and change your life. Go to kevinandsalene.com forward slash sex coaching couples and schedule a strategy call with me today so I can help you map out a strategy to get where you want to be so that you can have your sex, love, and relationship all your way. Again, that is kevinanseline.com forward slash sex-coaching-couples. Link is in the description. When we're talking about how to have deeply more connected sex, we are really talking about how... Two people, well, at least two people, could be more than that, but primarily two people come together in sexual union in a way that creates a deep, deep connection. And that is definitely something that uh, if you haven't experienced before, you should, and that I can help you with. So go check out kevinandsleen.com forward slash sex Dash coaching-couples. Dash Link is in the description and book your strategy call today. Okay, so I think we've done a good job of explaining, uh, you know, that this is common, right, through the stories that, that people want to know how to do this. Either they feel like uh, it's lacking and they want to figure it out or uh, they've had it before and they want to know how to find it again. Uh. We talked about what we're actually taught, like, you know, what is the definition of this? Like, how do we define deeply or deeper, more connected sex? We talked about the reasons why you would want to have it. And so now we are at the point in the show where let's talk about the details, the how do you actually do it? If you haven't had it before, how can you create it? Okay, number one, start by having a conversation about what this sex means to both of you. This is something actually that a lot of people don't do. And this whole idea of what what is this encounter going to mean to us, I actually got that from the uh, poly community that I used to spend a lot of time with. And, you know, we would go to... Uh, sex parties, Celine and I. and you know, there'd always be like an opening circle and stuff. and they, you know they'd talk about you know, following boundaries and rules and all that. But at some point along the line, somebody threw in there who was facilitating, hey, if you're gonna have sex with somebody new here, uh, along the lines of, okay, you know, here's my STD history and the last time I was tested and my likes and my don't likes and my boundaries and all that, why don't you also ask, if we have sex right now what is this going to mean to us and oftentimes people think that that is okay well the first time you're going to have sex you can have that conversation and yes you should but you can also check in from time to time uh, even if you're in a long-term relationship like hey what is this what does it mean to you today if we if we make love right and the idea is is that you are Connecting beforehand, you're, you're setting this conscious intention that this lovemaking experience is it means something to you, right? And and that is a great way to start off uh, having deeply connected sex because you know I mean sometimes it's it's easy to get kind of lost in the hot and heavy you know desire and I want you and let's rip our clothes off and just fuck right and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're trying to have really deeply connected sex, it might be better if you slow down a little bit and you start with a conversation about, hey, you know, here's what it would mean to me for us to have sex right now. So that's, that's a great way to start. Next take the time to create a beautiful environment without distractions. Okay, now there's, th- there's two pieces to this one. There's the creating the beautiful environment, and then there's a, there's creating an environment without distractions. I suggest that you do both. However, I do understand that you can have deeply connected sex in the backseat of a car, <laughs> or, I don't know, in a coat closet. Like, it's, it's still possible to do that, even though you don't have a great environment in those situations, because it's not really just about the environment. It's about the two individuals in that environment. But I do suggest that if you make a pleasant environment, that uh, it will be helpful. So in last week's episode... Uh, I had Court Vox on and we were talking about portals into um, uh, erotic encounters. And so we were talking about making it smell good in the room, uh, you know, thinking about the lighting, thinking about uh, is it warm enough in there, you know, is the, 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 you know, bedding, mattress, whatever it is you're going to be making love on, is it comfortable for that person? Like all of those types of things will allow both parties, to relax in the environment. And when you can relax, you can then let go and go deeper. Now, but again, that that is not maybe 100% necessary. But what I do feel is necessary, that's part of this one, is the distractions, is making sure that there aren't a bunch of distractions in your environment. Because if you have distractions like noises or you're worried about the kids walking in, Uh, you know, whatever it is, cell phones going off, things like that. It's really hard to stay really present and connected with your partner and reach those levels of depth and intimacy when you've got all of those distractions happening in the background. Uh, It could still potentially be done, but it would take people who were really, really good at concentrating and focusing. Otherwise, I just recommend that you uh, remove all those distractions. Uh, Next, move slowly and explore each other's bodies. Don't just go straight for the genitals. Don't just go straight for penetration. And there are times when that's perfectly fine. Again, nothing necessarily wrong with that. I had a lover once who, uh, who walked in and said, I set my timer for an hour and a half because I have to go, so let's get to it. Okay. (laughs) But that intention was set right from the start, and we knew exactly where we stood, right? Um, So uh, in general, though, if you really want to have deeply connected sex, you want to move slow. Take your time. Explore every part of your lover's body, you know, and that was the thing is like, This is something that I love, too. I mean, I I love women. I love women's bodies. I just, yeah. (laughs) I feel it in every cell of my body when I even think about it. But, I mean, I knew every millimeter of Celine's body, every mole, every scar, every hidden little spot that you never see, because I took the time over and over again to uh, explore her body and appreciate all of the little different spots and things that made her body her. So that's a really great way to have deeply connected sex with somebody. You should know every part of their body. You know, later on that, that evening or the next day when you're thinking about the encounter, you should be able to visualize those specific parts of their body and go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? That's the kind of um, uh, feeling that you should have. So um, slow down and take the time to really explore each other's physical bodies. Next, pay attention to your partner. Don't get lost in your own pleasure. Kind of talked about this already, but you got to pay close attention. Pay attention to, you know, what are their eyes doing? Are they like squinting and like, oh, this is uncomfortable? Are they gazing intensely? Are they looking at you like a hungry lion, like you're a piece of meat? Do they have deep love in their eyes? Uh, are their cheeks flush? Uh, has their breathing changed? You know, is his erection really strong? Is, is his uh, penis uh, starting to lubricate already? Uh, same with her vagina. Are her labia swollen? Are they changing color? You know, is she shaking or, or anything like that? I mean, pay attention to all of those signs uh, because that's how you can really deeply connect with them by being aware of all of those things, and sometimes you can even point them out uh, if it if it's right in that moment to see like, oh, I see, I see your thighs are trembling a little bit, you know, or or whatever it is. Like, just show that you are paying attention and that you recognize these things. Next, both partners should seek to serve each other and pleasure each other. Deeply connected sex, again, and I said this once already in the show, it's not just about you. If it was just about you, it's not deeply connected sex. So deeply connected sex means it's about both of you and what you are co-creating together. So you should be seeking to serve each other in the moment. This sometimes is a hard concept for guys to understand. You know, Celine used to say all the time that, you know, Uh, in any relationship, and not just in sex, but just in any relationship, that each partner should be contributing about 65%. Now, obviously, 65 and 65 adds up to more than 100, right? So you say, how is that possible? How could both people be contributing? The idea behind it is That you're not seeking like, oh, I gave my 50%, so I'm done. I'm going to sit back and wait for you to contribute the other 50%. That's not how it works in relationship or in sex. Not if you want to have a great relationship or great sex. So you should always be seeking to give more than you receive. But here's the thing, and this is the part that's hard for a lot of guys to understand. In the giving more, you will actually receive more. I know this blows a lot of guys' minds. And like, how can this be? Trust me, if you really give to your woman as a man and give without expecting anything in return, she will want to give to you more. Women by nature are nurturers and they give, but they don't like to give when they feel like they're not uh, being appreciated, you're not giving back to them, right? So all you really have to do for them to want to just give and give and give more is to give to them first. And, you know, so many people, and both men and women do this in relationship, they get in this cycle of, why should I give to him or her when they're not giving to me? And that's the wrong way to look at it. you got to look at it and say, I'm going to give first of my own free will, right? Without expecting anything in return. And then receive. Now, obviously, if you're giving all the time and the other person is not giving back, then that's different. Don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. But in general, if you really want somebody to feel uh, not just comfortable, but like they, that they really want to give to you, give to them, and then they'll go, "Wow, this person is so amazing. They're so generous. Like I just I want to give that back to, to him or her." So, and and it works both ways. I mean, as a guy, you know, we want to give to our women, whether it's, you know, sex or love or fixing things around the house or helping her with problems. We we want to do all of that stuff, but we often don't do it if we feel unappreciated. So it works both ways. The more we give in, the more we're likely to receive. All right, next, uh, allow yourself to be vulnerable you can't really have deeply connected sex if you are not allowing yourself to open up and be vulnerable. If you've got a wall up in front because you don't want the person to see a certain side of you or uh, you've got trauma that's blocking or whatever it is, you're probably never really going to get to that really deeply connected sex uh, place. So in order to do that, you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And that's hard for a lot of people, especially a lot of men. But You got to do it. You know, I've seen a lot of guys like they're afraid to even make noise when having sex. Like they're self-conscious that if, you know, they're enjoying it so much that they start letting out some grunts that somehow that's weird, right? No, you just got to be yourself. And if when you're making love, noises want to come out, let the noises come out. And here's a little pro tip for you when it comes to lasting longer in bed and, and ejaculating when you want to as opposed to prior to when you want to. One of the keys is moving that energy. One of the ways to move that energy is to use your voice. You literally pull that energy up and let it out your voice. So yeah, just allow yourself to really be vulnerable in that moment. Uh, you know, and women can feel it. Women can feel when you're really allowing yourself to be vulnerable. And you know guys, don't don't think that vulnerability means weakness. It doesn't. Just because you open up and allow yourself to be who you are and share with her how much you love her and the things you appreciate and how beautiful she is and and express those things doesn't in any way, shape, or form mean that you are weak or less of a man somehow. So vulnerability does not mean weakness. Not in this context, anyway. Uh, Let's see. Next, allow your authentic emotions to move. So we talked about this before with the fact that emotions can come up. They can come up for both men and women. I've seen it happen with men too. You know, men who maybe didn't allow themselves to to really feel loved. And then they get into a relationship and they have this kind of deeply connected sex. And for the first time in their lives, they feel like this person truly gets them and truly like loves them for who they are. Emotions can move. And that's fine. And that's, again, a great way to have this type of deeply connected sex is to allow those emotions to move and bond over that. Uh, Next, learn how to move sexual energy throughout you and your partner's bodies. Yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about that before too, about that microcosmic orbit and circulating that energy and, and how it feels to move that energy between two people. It's if you're physically connected through a penis and a vagina and maybe mouth to mouth and body to body and you're energetically connected and you're emotionally connected, whoo, 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 if you're connected on all those levels, you are having the best sex of your life, I guarantee it. And lastly, share your appreciations afterwards. So yeah, share all of that stuff. Tell the person how much love you felt for them. Tell them how deeply connected you felt. Tell them about how you really appreciated the experience of just being held in that moment while your emotions moved through you. Share all of those things. Those are, those are moments that you will have together that you will remember for the rest of your life no matter what. Okay, so there you go. Those are uh, some of the steps on how you can have uh, deeper, more connected sex. I'm sure that we could come up with a few more, but those were the ones that that really stood out to me when I was sitting down to write this. And uh, you know, I've had this kind of sex. I really wanted to just sit there and think about what have I experienced and how did that uh, help create deeper, more connected sex, and so, um, yeah, I think that's a really good place to start. If you can do those things, trust me, you're having the best sex of your life. Okay, I got one last thing I want to cover here on this episode, because it is feedback that I do hear from time to time, and that is, okay, well, that's great, and I'm doing all those things, and I really want to have this kind of sex, but my partner just can't go there. Okay, well, uh, sometimes that's the case. So then the question is, what if your partner can't go there? Well, number one, you want to let them know that this kind of sex is important to you. So it comes down to communication. Again, you need to have a conversation with them and say, okay, um, you know, every time we get together, I notice that you just kind of go into your own world and you're doing your own thing. And it's really important for me that we have sex that is more connected, right? Now, it's important not to go into blame. Uh, not to say you do this and you do that and I wish you would do this and why don't you do that, right? And just say, look, this is the kind of sex I want to have and this is how I think we can do that and would you be willing to try this with me? Um, But you got to, you really got to... Explain it to them because you can be doing all of these things and you can be showing up and trying to do this and not getting the response that you want from your partner. But if you've never actually said to them, hey, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm trying to create, they might be completely unaware of it. And simply by saying, hey, here's what I'm trying to get us to to create together, they might go, oh, I I didn't even realize that. Okay, I'll try, right? Um, you, You need to at least start there with that conversation. And then next is encourage them, but don't push them to become better at the how-tos, all those things that we talked about before. And you might even need to take them one at a time and say, hey, in this lovemaking session, let's just focus on being more present with each other. And don't worry about any of the other things. Or you might say, hey, today when we make love, let's focus on trying to move the energy, right? And just encourage them and make it fun, make it a game, you know, try to see like, hey, let's see, let's see how high we can get from this experience, right, you know? Um, But don't, don't push them is the thing to say, we got to do this, and it's got to be like that, because that's, that's a sure way to uh, get your partner to say, you know what, Eh, I I don't want to do it. (laughs) So encourage, but don't push. And then give them some time. You got to give them some time. I know it's frustrating. I hear this from a lot of women. They want to have this kind of deep, loving, connected sex, and the guys are more like they just want to have physical, let's just pound, fuck, having an orgasm, ejaculate all over and be done with it kind of sex. And there's obviously a disconnect there. She's not satisfied, and he's like, I don't get why you're you know, not happy with this. Um, if that's the case, you know, Have the conversations, encourage them, and then give them some time. It's probably going to take some repetition, right? Especially if you're trying to change long-held habits or patterns, it might take some time. However, that doesn't mean you wait forever and just keep saying, well, he'll eventually get it. If at some point he or she is not getting it and you've given them ample time, then, you know. You might want to do something else, which we'll we'll get to, Um, but you do want to give them some time uh, in the beginning to experiment and learn and see the value in it and get on board. Next is lead by example. All the things that we talked about, you got to do them first. If your partner is not doing them, just simply telling them to do them, but you're not doing them isn't going to help. So lead by example, Um, make sure that you are doing all of these things. Uh, Next, see if you can enroll them in a workshop or coaching. So, okay, so you're doing these things. You're leading by example. You've given them some time. You're encouraging them. You're having the conversations you need to have, but they still seem to not be getting it. Well, see if you can uh, enroll them, meaning get their buy-in to say, hey, you know, there's a workshop on energetic sex coming up this weekend. You know, I'd really love it if you would attend it with me. Or, hey, you know, uh, how about we hire a coach who can help us take our sex to the next level? And, you know, don't say, hey, we need to hire a coach to fix our fucked up sex life. (laughs) Even if that is the case, I wouldn't phrase it that way. But, you know, imagine, like, I just think about, imagine if my partner comes to me and says, I really want to hire somebody to take our sex to the next level. I'm like, next level? You mean there's better than this? yeah, okay, I'm in. <laughs> Why not? You know. Um, and then lastly, if they just won't do it, then consider alternative options. And this is something we talk about a lot on the show. If they're not willing to, you know, fix the relationship or fix the sex in the relationship, then you might want to consider other ways that you can get your needs met. If they're not capable of having this kind of deeply connected sex, is there another way that you can get that need for deep connection fulfilled? Whether it's sexually with another person in an open type relationship, or whether it's just emotionally from a good friend, or whatever it is, you might have to figure out other ways. And ultimately, uh, if the person's really just not willing to go there with you and... This is really important for you, then of course you always have to look at is this the correct relationship for you to be in? So um, those are some things that you can do if your partner isn't really willing to go there. I strongly uh, hope (laughs) that uh, if having really deep connected sex is something that you want, that your partner is willing to at least uh, try their best to go there with you because I know, I know from personal experience that this is one of the most amazing experiences you can have as a human is to connect really deeply and lovingly in sexual union with another human being. It is absolutely phenomenal and fantastic and I hope that everybody gets to experience that in their lifetime. So There you go. I hope that was helpful. Uh, I hope that has made you, if you're not already having this kind of sex, want to go out and have this kind of sex. And uh, that's all I have for you for this episode. And I will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab Podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at celineremycom forward slash vault. That's celinerem dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.